right, cool. But let's talk about XO19, which finished literally 15 minutes ago. So we're going to get right into it with our thoughts on the Microsoft's big old conference that they had in London, which if you didn't know it was in London, they reminded you every five minutes that they were in London. So Although, uh, uh, Larry Nelson still kept saying dollars, though, didn't he? He did. He did. He still got his American hat on, unfortunately. But there we go. Uh, so overall thoughts on the conference, Greg Hicks? I missed the first 20 minutes because I was having sort of streaming issues. So I had to watch it off my phone because my laptop was doing an update. Wasn't very impressed with what I got into, and I thought it was way too much waffle. But then they started throwing out all the big guns. You guys have got more notes than I have, so I'm going to pick out the things that really blew my tits off. My friend Pedro is coming to Xbox. And if you're a long-time listener of this podcast, you would have heard me moaning about how amazing it is, and it's only on Switch. And just last week, obviously, I was like, because when Sean was talking about indie support for PS4, and I was like, well, as long as they bring, bring the Devolver games to the PS4, now I don't need to worry, because they're bringing it to the fucking Xbox. Yay! Yeah, so that's got me excited. And the nice. Final Fantasies as well. They're bringing all, a lot of the classic Final Fantasies that I have been on the fence about playing, like the remasters of 7 and 8, and... 9 and then 10 10 to 13 which no one cares about and then 15 which i didn't really get into so it's it's going to be a final fantasy season isn't it because we've got seven part one of seven coming around the same time so <laughs> yeah try, try and play the remaster before i play the um the remake it's like shadow of the colossus all over again original hd remake oh uh, square Enix know how to milk the final fantasy series don't they yep good lord uh sean overall thoughts on the conference before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, the content was damn good. The presentation still sucks ass, mm-hmm. and that's I, I, you know I'll go into the rest of the nitty gritty. But Jesus wept. <laughs> All right, let's get into it then. The first thing they showed, weirdly, was a multi-platform game called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. There was a very cool live-action trailer that I've not seen before, and then a gameplay trailer for a game that's out in just under two hours' time. Uh, so that was pretty cool. But the first thing they did proper was rare was there showing off their brand new IP called Everwild, which gave me kind of Ori vibes. Then it kind of moved into a bit, a bit more of a 3D style, and it looked it looked okay. I'm not sure what I was expecting from Rare. I was hoping for something a little bit more boom and exciting. But um, Sean, what do you think of Everwild? I made some interesting notes about this. It looks like it's going to be a multiplayer game. It looks like it's going to be kind of a more colourful, cartoony version of Horizon Zero Dawn. It looks as though they didn't mention a launch platform. They didn't say it was Xbox. They just showed the Xbox logo at the start. So I do think this is one of those Xbox Scarlet games that they just have kind of announced and saying it's coming. I I thought it looked good, as in, you know, it was very appealing and very colourful. But also, I was really hoping that Rare would be doing Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> so the fact that it wasn't Banjo-Kazooie was immediately like, oh. Uh, so, oh man, they'll get there eventually. It should be so easy, man. <laughs> it should be so easy. <laughs> it should be. It, was, it, it would tell millions, but they're not ready yet. It would seem. No, super uh, lucky tale. Why not? Fucking yeah, hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> Following that, we had Obsidian, who of course are currently riding high on the coattails of the fantastic The Outer Worlds. Their other team are working on a game called Grounded, which is a survival game where you play a very tiny person seemingly stuck in a garden of some kind taking on massive insects well they're not massive insects but they're, they're proper size insects but you're just very very small now i was excited about this until like the last 10 seconds and now i'm not going to play it so pray tell why <sighs> go on 
Go on, get it out of your system. It's cathartic. Go on. It was a it was a giant spider. Oh. Like it wasn't just like big. I mean, it was giant. I know you're you're playing a tiny person, but it didn't need to be that big. Was it you know? limbo? It was it was sort of limbo esque. Yeah. Was big wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was too much, man. It was too much for me. Sean, grounded. Are you uh, keeping your feet on the ground on this one? Well, I, I having having been, playing, <laughs> having been playing Earth Defense Force, I wrote down Porch Defense Force, um, which is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Hell yeah, terrible. <laughs> Again, it looks it looks like another multiplayer game, which I guess we're going to see a lot of these from Games Pass games now because they they need to last. You know, they need to keep people playing. So, and it looks, I, I was so on board until they showed the whole, it looked like it turned into like a 3D tower defense game where they were building villages and defending themselves from ants. Like when the exploration was happening, I was like, I am on board. This is really cool. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And this is awesome. And then, then they started building villages and I was like, nope, I'm out. No one's playing grounded. Do you think it's giving you sort of brutal legend kind of vibes where it looks like a action adventure and then suddenly becomes this big RTS type thing it looked really cool as in i thought it was going to be something like like an action adventure and i as soon as i saw more than one player i was i just got the sinking feeling that this is going to be it, it's not the game that i think that i i was hoping it was going to be i was really hoping for like a single player linear adventure where you go yeah, searching yeah. through and, and yeah kind of like um like like an enslaved odyssey to the yes exactly, exactly. yeah yeah I think something it, like that it's, it's a shame now that so many studios finding it hard to take punts on single player games but that's a story for another time but yeah it's that fear of you know well excuse the pump like singling out a market it did look good like you say until it turned into that and it's a bit like yeah great forced co-op potentially i mean we don't know about that yet but there was, there was definitely more than one players and there was yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. there's games where we always said this i think we said this in like the podcast two or three the games pass was going to affect games design in a way to keep people playing and that we're going to see more multiplayer more co-op we're going to see less and less single player games out of xbox and i think this is just this is one of those things that you know uh, obsidian were building a multiplayer game they, they're a good studio pick them up and you know this is what we've got so but then they have also just sort of to inject and counter our very own point they've just put they're gonna they're gonna put witcher 3 on game pass which is amazing Oh, well, but we're gonna get to that, man. We're I know, I know, I know. We start spoiling I everything. I haven't, got, I haven't got your script. I'm in a different fucking town from you. <laughs> yeah, my mate, my mate Rob thought we were all um in the same room because our, and then he was surprised that our audio levels kept going up and down. And I was like, no, no, we're in like four corners of the na- uh, the country. Well, yeah. I say four corners. Sean's just the north quadrant. Okay, well, the next game was a Ron Perlman starring. Game set in Purgatory, Wyoming in 1888 called West of Dead, which is a top-down shooter, which looks very stylish and very cool. And I think it's coming straight to Game Pass, I believe, if I read that correctly. Yes, and it's, it's out on xCloud Preview right now. Awesome. What do you think of West of Dead, Mr. Davies? I love the art style. Again, like I was kind of hoping that this was going to be something it wasn't. It turned out to be a kind of a twin-stick shooter. And I think when this probably comes out and it goes wider... I will be all for it, but I'm kind of burnt out on twin stick shooters at the minute. So, like I say, the Ron Perlman and the art style, the art style was superb. It reminded me of 13, but more contrast. Like, it was a lot more contrast in, in the characters and stuff. So, yeah, I'm bored with the art style. I hope by the time it comes out, I'm actually wanting to play another twin stick shooter. Indeed. Following that, we got a look at some more content for Sea of Thieves called The Seabound Soul, which will be available by the end of the month. 
Uh, I mean, shout out to Rare for continuing to support Sea of Thieves. I mean, they must have must have a, a massive player base, right? So they're knocking content out nearly every month at this point. Yeah, and it's on Games Pass, so you know it's one of those things that if if people if people play on Xbox Games Pass and they've got hooked in it, that monthly updates are just going to keep people playing for that monthly update, even if they just play Sea of Thieves. So you know, somebody who could afford the game for forty pound might end up spending. 100 pound so these things are going to become more and more games pass is going to change that and yeah i i don't think the player numbers is are like massive but there's enough to keep this going they just tweeted actually that to confirm that my friend pedro's coming to was game pass no mention of ps4 i don't care mm. i've got an xbox as well hmm. Hmm. i figured that it would just tie into a, a larger release well like a cross-platform release like most games do but yeah apparently not maybe devolver have struck an exclusivity deal maybe I don't, I don't think ruiner was on the ps4 was it ruiner was yeah was it? Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's Sea of Thieves. Following that, there was a survival game from Double Eleven called Rust, which is another survival game. So uh, Rust has been around for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it's coming to Xbox. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Rust has been around for a, a couple of years. Was it on the Xbox 360? I think it was. Uh, no, I think it's just a uh, no, that was, thing like Daisy yeah. and Armour and all that. It was a great trailer, but I'm not sure if you saw what every single one of the quotes that were pulled to display over the action was from player review so basically every uh, single yeah. one of them was by a player and it was like we could all pick there was there was people out there that really liked the quiet man you know gave it 10 out of 10 we can all do that Jeez. for our trailers <laughs> 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 that's that's what that's what all everyone should do from now on just pick a player that liked the game and get all of their pull quotes from them Easy. Rust. yeah why not following that we had a free-to-play cart game coming out called cart Racer Drift, which is a game that's been around for ages, right? And is finally coming free to play to Xbox One and PC. Cart Rider Drift, I should say, not Racer. Yeah. Uh, Cart like r- Rider the Racer. Cart <laughs> Rider the Cart Racer. Racer. Try saying that as a as a warm-up exercise. Uh, but yeah, looks uh, looks pretty fun as far as cart racers go these days. Yeah, I I, I wrote down free to play Mod Nation Racers, which yeah. is, <laughs> it just looked like Mod Nation Racers, um, which was free to play. It just like. It ain't going to be challenging uh, Mario Kart anytime soon, is it? But, you know, mm. why not, if it's free? Why not, indeed? Uh, following that, that we had another look at Xbox's exclusive uh, Battleborn. Sorry, uh, Overwatch. Sorry, uh, Bleeding Edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't see any gameplay. It was all CGI again, so I don't know what to say about it, really. There was there was some gameplay. Was there? Yeah, they, I mean, they, they played like 15 seconds before the trailer, and then they showed two minutes of the new character. And, yeah, it just... It's weird that a game with such a massive amount of variety in characters and such a, a lovely kind of diversity of characters. You've got, you know, you've got the plump lady, you've got the old woman, you've got the old guy with the metal arms and stuff. It looks like a really colourful cast of characters. And then you see the game in action, and you think, huh, that that is mauve. That is so grey, so boring. What is going on with this? Yeah. What followed that was very exciting for me. Planet Coaster is coming to consoles next summer. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a bit of a uh, bit of a sucker for a, a roller coaster tycoon game. I do love them already, all the way back to uh, the theme park. And this one looks absolutely rad. Sean, are you going to play Planet Coaster? I will if I can. I don't know if it's coming to PS4. I asked the developers back in September 2018 is Planet Coaster coming to any console? And they said, it's a game that's out on PC. It won't be coming to mobiles. We have absolutely no plans to bring it to consoles. And (laughs) now it's been announced for Xbox. And, you know, fair enough. It did look pretty damn rad. And it's one of those games that kind of came out and did really well for the team. So I'm pleased that it's getting another bite of the cherry. And 
hoping that it's a game that I can play on the PS4 because it won't play on my laptop. And this is one of those games that makes me think that I probably should get an Xbox. Mm. I love after all this time, it's Planet Coaster that it's sold you on an Xbox. It's 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 the, the, oh wait the... wait breaking news breaking news little big PR has just tweeted amazingly Planet Coaster arrives on Xbox One and PS4 summer 2020. Whoop whoop yeah Boom. baby. Boom. <laughs> also send us a uh, just just to add to the the rust news from earlier that rust is coming to ps4 in 2022 so so so, so yeah this is going to be fun that most of these games that we're talking about as xbox games are probably going to be confirmed as ps4 games by the end of the day <laughs> cool yeah then following that we got the look at the new game from don't nod who of course made the amazing in life is strange a game called tell me why ain't nothing but a heart. you were just waiting to do that weren't you i can see when you read this you were like i'm gonna do that Totally oh, I've been waiting for like two hours to do that. <laughs> uh, tell me why looks pretty wild. Greg, did you catch uh, Tell Me Why? No, I missed that bit as I, I came in just after that presentation. I remember seeing the slightly weird Life is Strange style and I, I'd missed that one. Okay, Sean, tell me about Tell Me Why. What do you think of it? You know I love Don't Nod. Yeah, they you are, do. They are my probably second favorite studio of all time. They make some of my favorite games. And when I saw that this was being paid for and published by Xbox Game Studios, I was immediately disheartened because there's no way that I could play that without some without buying into Microsoft's ecosystem. Which currently, you know, I've, I've done the Games Pass thing on PC for a bit, but it's just one of those. It, like, I love these style of games. I love the you know the points and clicky old LucasArtsy style stuff. And yeah, I really want to play this. It looked cool. It looked like a drama that was just giving you just enough in that trailer to make you feel like there was some kind of mystery going on with the family and it looked awesome and I want to play it and it's being published by fucking Microsoft. Fuck's sake. Bah! <laughs> this is what happens when we do a reaction and two of the three people don't have Xboxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, I wish it came to PS4. <laughs> That'd be really awesome. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, well, you can play it on XCloud next year if you like. Yeah, when we get to XCloud, oh, yeah, that's the saving grace, I think. We're nearly there. We're nearly there. Just before that, we had a new trailer for the Artful Escape. My God, do you remember the Artful Escape? I felt yeah. like years ago now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put yeah. a date on it. They said 2020, and I will believe that when I see it. I don't think it's coming out next year myself, but we'll see. Still looks amazing. Yeah, my, my note on this was Harry Potter starts a band. Whilst taking lots of drugs. <laughs> it, it was trippy, wasn't it? Certainly was. Uh, Greg, did you see The Awful Escape? I guess that was the first thing you saw. No, I came in at the xCloud stuff. I know, so I caught, oh. the, I caught, the, I caught a little bit of the, uh, the don't nod thing. I missed that one, and then it started playing and sorting itself out from the xCloud bit. So, so, so no, I didn't see it. Wow. All right. I never said I was helpful. I just thought I'd be along for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, making up the numbers since October 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, the backseat filler. Woo! <laughs> All killer, no filler. All right, well, let's talk about xCloud then, shall we? Yeah, go on then. Yeah, I didn't really together. pay attention to it. Wow. I saw it, and it's got X in it, and I went, oh, God, it's got a funky name. Well, the it's got first... a Generation X name. They dropped like little bits of news uh, throughout this little conversation that they had, which was piss poor, and they messed it up, but they got the information out, which was the important thing. The first major thing was that xCloud is coming to Windows PCs next year. They've just added a bunch of games, 50 new games to the service, which is currently in preview, if you're lucky enough to be on it. It's coming to Windows PCs next year. Also, they're offering DualShock 4 support, which is coming to xCloud again next year. What do we think of this, gentlemen? I think it's pretty good if it allows, you know, cross 
cross-controller support, so you have to fork out 50 quid for another Xbox pad. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Sean? Yeah, you're right. This, this presentation was really, really poor. It feels like they got the lines all mixed up. But what they got across was the fact that this xCloud is probably the first streaming service like this, which is really kind of removing all of the barriers for people to play. Like you can play with an Xbox controller or a PS4 controller or which one was, there was like another controller they mentioned, which had a stupid name because it was like a Razer, Razer product. Controllers, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, they basically are saying, you know, Hey, you can play mouse keyboard. That's already supported. Uh, you can also play with any of these controllers and you'll be able to play on your PC and Android and iDevices and your Xbox. And, you know, that is that is a lot of barriers taken down for people who want to get involved in this, especially compared to the other streaming service, which is arriving very soon. Yeah. Uh, finally, the biggest announcement they had in this little xCloud moment, I think, was the fact that Game Pass and xCloud will be integrated by this time next year, which is mm-hmm. just absolutely massive. Yeah, I mean, streaming game pass games that's gonna be quite impressive obviously that's the rival like ps now isn't it i mean uh, yeah ps now stadia ps4 switch i mean take your pick really there's nothing that's i don't think there's anything oh, big i didn't realize i didn't want to switch did it having not got a switch well no what i mean is is that personally from my end this is probably the best deal in gaming right now yeah in terms of x cloud and game pass finally sort of like coming together we always thought this is where it was going to go but i mean if you have the capabilities to run x cloud quite smoothly there's not much better than that is there really no, this is this is kind of a br- groundbreaking moment for them, and I kind of wish they'd made a bit of a big big deal about it because if you have the Xbox Ultimate, you know the the PC and Xbox games, and you signed up for XCloud, which you don't pay for XCloud, you could just you know pay for the service that to get the games, you know you you get you're basically going to have over a hundred games streamable right away, and hi goody pigs, and yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> and the the best streaming service. Uh, if it works, if there's low latency, you know, if if basically it works as advertised, it'll be revolutionary. Because unlike you know the other streaming services, it's not about you know having specific you know situations where you can use it. There are no barriers, and the price is low. You know, for fifteen pound a month, you can have everything that's on Games Pass Ultimate, like hundred games revolving anywhere on any device with almost every controller set up that's insane that's you know if if it takes off that's the nail in on consoles that's that is putting them in in the ground if it takes off and it works yeah if it doesn't work you know if if the latency is still too high and that's the only bugbear for me this this will be the way that i play xbox games i play them on my pc with my dualshock 4 i don't even buy an xbox i just get games pass it's insane I'm I'm paying into their ecosystem without having to buy any of the hardware. Yeah, and you're not even cheating your way into it because Microsoft is encouraging you to do that. Exactly, it's it's insane. I still don't understand how they're making any money on this, but <laughs> they must be. So, yeah, absolutely amazing. Well done, Microsoft. The next generation is going to be very interesting. And good luck to you, Google. Good luck to you. <laughs> I still think when it fails, we can call it the Google Mondo. We can. We'll find out next week. We haven't got long to wait. Right, well, what followed then is just a ton of games that are coming to us. What's Game Pass? Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiyami? Kiyami, yeah. Yeah, and 1 and 2 of those is all, are also coming straight to Xbox Game Pass, which is bonkers. It's first time on the Xbox, isn't it? Mm. Straight to Game Pass. 
Amazing. Nice one, Sega. Well done there. Drake Hollow is also coming to Game Pass. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Again, I get, it was one of those games where I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then it was like, ah, it's a multiplayer farming simulator. And yeah, I like the studio. So I'm, and they, they, is it the Fire and the Flood they did previously? The Molasses Flood? Uh, the Flame and the Flood, yeah. Flame and the Flood, there we go. They have a, a decent bar. So we'll, we'll see what it's like. I'll, I'll be, it looks like my, my thing. Me and the kids will be shooting monsters and farming stuff for hungry plants or whatever. Look forward to that Twitch stream or Mixer if, if Microsoft have bought me by then. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this time next year on your xCloud Game Pass with your DualShock 4. Woo-hoo! Oh yeah, good times. You're just throwing out buzzwords there. What does it all mean? If you're paying attention, you know exactly what it means. Pay attention? <laughs> So yeah, Halo Reach is coming to the Master Chief Collection. Finally, it seems like the infamous one that hasn't really been involved yet. I think they're all on there now, aren't they? Closest damage. Um, is ODST? ODST is on there. Oh, well, yeah, okay. There, fair enough. That's probably the last one. Yeah. What about the Halo, about the Halo Wars is? Or do they just not count? They <laughs> don't care. No one talks about them. But we care about ODST. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> ODST was fun. So yeah, all of the Halo goodness is now on Xbox Game Pass, which is, again, a fantastic thing. And Halo Reach will probably look very shiny in 4K. One of my favourite of the Halos, actually. I think it's one of the few I finished. Mm. It wasn't overly long, if I remember. Six or seven hours? I remember spending ages trying to get that achievement on the last level, or second to last level, where you jump off the cliff and you land in a melee kill. Did you guys do that one? No, I never did it. Oh, it was so hard to get it to register. Apparently it was like a known bug that it wouldn't pop. So you you had... Like a one in ten, one in fifteen chance of it popping. I gave up, and I think I, just, I think I might have got it like a day later when I logged in. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but for for all I know, it might have popped the first time, so I did it a bunch of times more, and it just didn't want to pop. Oh, I, I I remember this there where it would just an achievement would randomly pop days after. Those are the days. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that, I, I I think the best ones I've ever had. Just slight ten second tangent was the um the Gears of War Ultimate Edition. I think I played it sometime last year. Because I got, because uh, obviously like the, the community plays it all, and yeah, I just got like ninety points for logging in. Like, all right, cool. Because obviously they people have reached community goals and stuff like that. Nice. Like, yay, three points. <laughs> nice. What followed then was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life: Flight Simulator. Oh, it did look good, didn't it? Goodness me, that looks amazing. Prettiest game I've ever seen in my life. Sean, is Flight Simulator the sort of thing that was? Uh... That would entice the Davies clan to Xbox. Flight Simulator was the only game that I was allowed to play within my school. So um, we well, were you my, like a problem child or something. All of the school PCs had all of the games, all like Minesweeper and everything stripped off. But for whatever reason, my IT teacher left Flight Simulator on every single one of the PCs. So at dinner time, like if there was nobody in any of the IT labs, I used to go in and just play Flight Sim. And yeah, I used to spend way too much time playing this game. So this this one looks like amazing. It doesn't look like complete crap like the last one did. So yeah, I mean, it's like a major callback to my, my childhood. I am so on board with it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to crashing in the sea. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was never very good at Flight Simulator because obviously it requires actual concentration and focus. You can't just look at all the pretty things around you, which is a shame because that's what I want to do when I play Flight Simulator. But I think oh. it seems like a, a good concept until I realise there's quite a lot to do to get a plane up in the air. Yeah, the the last version of it, like it, it's always been realistic, but the last version of it had mods where you would have real air traffic controllers call into your game 
and give you new instructions. So like they would say like you can't land on this particular runway, you've got to land on another way. And they would like they would train the pilots using the air traffic controller mods. That's how realistic these games are. And yeah, it is a bitch to get stuff off the ground. You know, hopefully we've got like they, they did install like they had mods where you you could press space and it would basically get you in the air. So you wouldn't have to do all your pre-flight checks and make sure all the knobs and dials are in the right place. So maybe they're going to do like an easy start version just because, you know, you don't want half your players crashing and burning at the end of a <laughs> runway when your game looks that good. Yeah. You know, Is it like the um, the idiot-proof Air Force joke in The Simpsons where it's got start and stop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm so sure. I don't remember which version it was, but it was like way back on like Windows 95 or something. I remember having a copy of Flight Simulator, and Clippy was your co-pilot. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, <laughs> and it was like you look like re- you need help taking off. <laughs> no, that, that's what it was. They went really meta with it. They were like, God, I was only like eight or nine years old when it came out, but yeah, you look like you're flying a plane. Would you like some help? It's <laughs> <You know? laughs> like brilliant. Uh, um, yeah. Just a. a just following the Xbox Twitter, a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 is coming to Game Pass on day one. Yay! Hot damn. Absolutely mental. Why wasn't that announced in XO19? Come on, guys. It, it was. was now, it? When this when this podcast goes live, and you, you realise what the timestamp on this bit of the, the podcast is, just, just quiet everything down, and you'll hear Paul, who's listening to this, going, Nah! <laughs> <laughs> <London>. <laughs> because <laughs> he hasn't got an xbox anymore either has he i honestly think he he will get one soon enough i mean if, if that's going to clear his ears i don't know what will yeah following that then we had the announcement of age of empires 4 which is developed by a age of empires exclusive studio now called world's edge uh, age of empires uh, is isn't a series i've particularly got involved in over my years uh, it's not something that hugely excited me but i know there's a massive fan base out there so hey there's a new one coming for you enjoy yes what any, th- any thoughts on Age of Empire? <laughs> you you got the Age of Empire question wrong in the quiz when we did the sound effects, mm. and I swear to God, if they don't include the sound effects in this version in like the Age of Empires two, I'll be so miffed. <laughs> but and I'm sat there watching this stream, and I'm going, hmm, flight simulator, hmm, Age of Empires. Have I stepped through a time portal? Am yeah, I right. watching? <laughs> XO eighty six. It's like, what the hell's going on? But yeah, it looked good. I might get it if it comes to um, PC Games Pass, and I can take advantage of this three months for a dollar thing. So, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, this uh, this deal that was announced, of course, during uh, XO nineteen is absolutely insane. Where is it? I've lost it now because, of course, I have. Ah, uh, there it is. Three months Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. One month of EA Access. Three months of Discord Nitro, which was the thing. I don't know what that is. I'm too old to know what that is. And six months Spotify Premium for a one dollar. Okay, boomer. That's all I saw in the live chat. <laughs> Followed that uh, Age of Empires news with some more Age of Empires news. Age of Empires Two Definitive Edition is available now on Xbox Game Pass. If you like that kind of thing. That followed with a look at Crossfire X, which was announced, of course, during. Uh, Microsoft's E3 2019 conference, a big old exclusive that they are very, very proud of. And it looks uh, looks pretty wild. It's obviously uh, a free-to-play thing. It's massive. And uh, yeah, it seems to be finally coming to the West via Xbox with DMX on the soundtrack. I mean, come on. What else are you going to do with your life? <laughs> X, go give it to you. Yeah. I can't not sense. think of... I can't not think of that. I've said it already once, uh, but Resident Evil 2 with a mod. 
Have you seen like that yet? Possibly. No. I'm uh, probably going to cut this out anyway because it's not relevant. Yeah, someone modded um, DMX for every time you see the tyrant. Oh, I think you said that actually. In, in, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, so it's just like, knock, knock, open at the door. It's real as he's walking in the door. That's <laughs> just, that was genius. Sorry, you can cut that little tangent out then. It just made me think of that. That's fine. Uh, follow that, we have Last Stop from those legends at Annapurna Interactive. Uh, this looked like a Sean Davies joint, if I, if ever I've seen weird, one. It weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, from the developers of Virginia, which is a game I enjoyed immensely. And if you've not played Virginia, you should. It's a game where nobody speaks. And you have to basically post it. It's a freaking amazing game and you should play it. And this looks like another join from those guys. They know how to make a good game and a weird game. So, yeah, on board immediately. Is it exclusive? I don't give a shit. If it is, I'll buy an Xbox. Oh, there you go. <laughs> System seller right there. It's the fucking the, the death by a thousand cuts. It's like, I don't need an Xbox. And then they go, we could have all of this for £15 and all these games that nobody else is talking about. It, it, Including Sony, who just you know don't say fuck all anymore, and and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! I need an Xbox. Oh, you're thinking of going on the uh, Xbox All Access thing? No, it's okay. it, I would, but I having read, I, I don't, I'm not too sure on the deal if I'm honest. So I okay, fair enough. Yeah, if you don't know, it's a thing where you can subscribe to pay for an Xbox monthly rather than in one go when it comes with Xbox Gold and Xbox Game Pass and. All the goodness uh, for a low monthly fee, depending on which Xbox you get. And that's, I think that's coming in November. A game. It's like, ugh. And Smith's Toy Stores. <laughs> it's so random. I know. Just <laughs> like all five of the Smith's Toy Stores in the country are like, what? <laughs> yeah, very strange. Following that then, which is definitely a game for the Sean Davies clan, Minecraft Dungeons is coming out in April 2020. You're going to be playing that a lot next year, my friend. When Although you on play... Sean's notes, he's called it Minecraft Dungeons. He's called it Fortnite Dungeons. When you want to play Cyberpunk, you're just going to be playing Minecraft Dungeons. Why are they releasing it then? That seems like insanity. <laughs> I like the look of this, but also my kids are really into uh, Riverbond, which is like a voxel-based game that looks better than Minecraft Dungeons. And... Yeah, kind of wary that it's going to be disappointing now that we've kind of splurged on these kind of twin sticky voxel games. So I'm going to pull the kids off that until April. No more voxel games. No more Riverbond, kids. Sorry. You've enjoyed it too much. <laughs> Stop enjoying things, children. God damn yes. it. Goodness sake. <laughs> what followed managed to get a ooh out of Greg in our company Slack. All the Final Fantasies are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Seem and by be... all, you mean 7 to 13 and, and 15. I said 9. No, 9's... What? No, 9. 9 of them. Nine. Oh, not, sorry. Not Final Fantasy. Uh, yeah, so that's a lot of Final Fantasy coming to Game Pass. Is it? Is it all on the same day? Oh, I don't know. I think my head would explode if it did. Are they just I... all, it's all landing together? That would be crazy. I did, which I did, one's playing? Which one's playing? But Jesus, can you imagine the amount of... Limit break. You'd limit break with that much Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any of those that are coming, Greg, that you want to replay or would, would go back to? Yeah, I was going to pick up the 8 remaster uh, eventually, but now I don't need to. And I didn't realise that <laughs> I didn't realize that 7 also had the, the feature that 8's got where you can just, you know, max health out, constant, do all that malarkey to help you just pursue the story. So that's been my hesitant thing about getting the 7 and 8 remaster is having to play a full RPG through again that mm. I've already played before, but now you can do the, you know, unlimited health, constant limit break thing, then, yeah, I'd love to play it against the story. Um, cool. But yeah, date-wise, it just says it'll start appearing at this holiday and it'll be added over the course. So maybe not all at once then. 
Oh, okay. Mm, see, I wonder what they'll bring out around the time of the 7 remake, or if they're all trickled out by then. I don't know why they're putting 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns, though, because they were just terrible. Well, yes, they were. Don't argue with me. It's quite impressive they put in the Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age version, though. Sean, would oh. you like to counter anything that Greg just said? He's going to be wrong because Final Fantasy VIII is the best <laughs> one. I bet, uh, Sean, you're going to tell me you like Final Fantasy X too, aren't you? I haven't played X too. That's the only one I haven't played. Oh, don't! It's the weird cosplay dress-up sing-along thing. What? You know, it's awful. Have you not ever delved into it or even read about it? Weird. No, no, I, I, I didn't like on... X to be honest. So, uh, okay. Well, it, I mean, I'm going to spoil it for you, but obviously. Titus isn't real at the end of ten. We know that he's part of <laughs> he's part of the thing of sin and all that. And yeah, so he disappears. But Final Fantasy Ten Two is Yuna, Riku, and I think he's called like Pain with an E on the end of it, searching for him, even though he's not real. But the whole selling point it was meant to sort of throw back to the job systems of the early early Final Fantasies, where you could be like Red Mage, White Mage, changing your robes and your color- costumes and all that. Well, this is a similar kind of thing, but it's. That's the whole battle mechanic. You change costumes to change your jobs. And it was all K-poppy. No, it wasn't because it's Japanese. It was all J-poppy and very, very weird. And yeah, it was just one of those, why are you making this type games? Which they obviously doubled down for when they made two sequels to Final Fantasy Thirteen. <sighs> Travesty. So yeah, I don't know why they're bringing that out. Yikes. Yeah, bit of a rant there. And calm down. My friend Pedro. Woo! Hey, hey, hey. Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are coming to Xbox. 1.5 and 2.8, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 1.5, 2. 1, 2.1, 0.891 remix. I mean, is there not like a massive recap at the start of Final Fantasy, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 anyway? Uh, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> you never even finished it, did you? No. Too fair, I never even started it. I, I finished number two, and then they started doing all the spin-offs, and I just went, eh. I got to uh, Toy Story, and that was as far as I wanted to go. Oh, uh, nice. That's all I wanted uh, to see, really. <laughs> I mean, I suppose it is good for fans who haven't played the originals, but then if you were investing in Kingdom Hearts 3, I would presume you have some modicum of knowledge of the old ones? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's there for completion's sake, isn't it? It's the fact that they're finally there and they can be... The whole lot is now on the console. Yeah, yeah, but they are slogs. They are big games, though. Mm. So it's going to be weird doing... If fans have played 3, and then they're going to retroactively go back and play the first two, knowing what happens. Oh, it's not the first two, though, is it? Is it all the other games as well that were part of them? Like yeah, it's... Chain, it's, it's every, Chain of it's Memories every, and Birth by Sleep and 358 by 2 Days. Oh, it's all a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> Pi by 5, Kingdom Hearts 9. Yeah, cross the, cross the two, divide by nonsensical <laughs> plot plus Disney equals <laughs> Platinum. Yeah. Basically everything that isn't three, isn't it, essentially? Yeah. Just the whole lot. Save you much. Save you, I know it's on Game Pass, but save your money, kids, and watch a recap video on YouTube. You could probably watch just all the all the cutscenes together and still get some sort of inkling as to what's going on. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> this is Kingdom Hearts. With, with your anothers and your Xehanorts and your nobodies and your heartlesses and your crossover characters. and ah. Kids, drop a mushroom. Yeah. yeah. Then watch those clips, and then you'll make sense of it. That's the only <laughs> way. Sorry. Oh, oh, they oh, they're also, on top of that, they're going to do a new demo for kingdom hearts 3 isn't uh yes that's available I'm guessing, today i'm guessing the xbox response to kingdom hearts 3 wasn't very good then if they having to drop another new demo to go no go on give it a go please i mean kingdom hearts 3 is a weird place to start isn't it yeah but then kingdom hearts has been a sony property hasn't it mm. so it's always well it obviously spins off for nintendo but it, it started off as a sony property and we all know that the xbox is not very big in japan so guess many people didn't really 
play the Xbox version because if they're going to play Kingdom Hearts in Japan, they'd all have it on the PlayStation, wouldn't they? So maybe it's just another enticement to get people to try and play it on top of the the old ones coming out. Yeah, I mean, did, did they say that Kingdom Hearts three was coming to Game Pass? Because that's the part I didn't catch. No, there's just going to be a new. No, I, oh, I can't remember actually. I know they said there's going to be a new like this is a new demo that's dropping today. Let me just quickly Google it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't, I think, don't think it is. I think they said Kingdom Hearts one and two is coming to the Xbox family of consoles rather than Game Pass. That's right. Okay. So the first, you know, those two collections, they have aged like Apparently. Yeah, like open red wine and you might need a palate cleanser just to say, "Hey, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 is marginally better than these games." <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe the demo is is more appealing to those those people that are coming off the back of 1 and 2 and going, "Do I really want to play 3? I'm going to try this new demo." Oh, yeah, okay, maybe. It it isn't totally bad. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, well, there you go, Xbox fans. You've got a lot of Kingdom Hearts to play. So and, much. <laughs> and all the Final Fantasies. I mean, that's a lot of game, isn't it, rather? Mm. Good for you. Following that, then we had a big old Xbox Game Pass sizzle reel, which announced that The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt is coming to Xbox Game Pass by the end of the year. Most importantly, Greg's already spoiled it for everyone, but the Switch exclusive, the absolutely stunning, you can read my review right now on thinkingguns.net, my friend Pedro is finally coming to another console. Not only that, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass. Greg, you excited? Yes, very. About time. I've, already, I've, I've already used my excitement earlier on for it. Yeah, well, you could have tried then a little. I could have, but I did it earlier. Just cut, just cut, copy that out and <laughs> put it in later on. Yes, I'm very excited. Yay! All right, Miles, Jesus. Do, I guess. <laughs> Jesus, like, did you just find out somebody died? Like. <laughs> <laughs> the game you've been begging for for like six months. Yeah, I, I literally did it at the start of the motherfucking podcast. All right, all right. <sighs> and then they ended the entire shebang with a look at Wasteland 3. They ended with Wasteland 3. I did not know this game was as big of a deal as Microsoft are making it out to be. Sean, any it's, thoughts on this? It It's not a massive, massive deal. Like, the original one was pretty good. The Wasteland 2, I enjoyed quite a bit. But also, it was bonkers, and you could see that it was done on a budget. Now, I imagine if you know Wasteland Three was you know like the if you know the Xbox juice, as he coined it, has been turned on, and they they have an unlimited budget, then yeah, this might be a pretty decent game. But also, I don't think it's what a lot of people are expecting it to be. It is very XCOMy. It is very you know weird. You've got you know a desert with you know, mutant spiders and then giant mechanical beast things. And the the games have always been a bit like crazy. And I don't think, I think a lot of people were expecting this to be something that it probably wasn't. I knew that on Twitch, when, when I was watching it on Twitch, the, um, the chat went suddenly from like, oh, Wasteland 3, this is going to be awesome. And then people were like, what? I thought this was a first person shooter. It looks like XCOM. And <laughs> I guess if you're into those kind of games, then that's going to be great. But also, I don't think this is this this wasn't the thing I thought they were going to end on. I thought it was going to be Halo. I thought they were going to share the new Halo, or at least a trailer for the new Halo. Just something that wasn't very niche, I guess. Yeah, there was zero mention of next gen in XO19. Uh, presumably, they're saving it all for E3 next year. But yeah, nothing at all. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that a lot of a lot of the stuff they showed tonight, they didn't say. It, they said Xbox exclusive. They didn't say Xbox One X exclusive. They didn't say Xbox 
one exclusive that you know they they just said xbox and i get the feeling that the scarlet's going to be just called xbox you know as, as weird as that is um because this 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 feels like the testing of the waters because most of tonight they didn't mention specific consoles and yeah i, I need to talk about phil spencer's little bit so obviously phil spencer was Go on stage it. he's 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 there, he's being interviewed. They're obviously short on time, so they're rushing through what he's saying. And he said, I've heard it from the fans, you know, that the, the interviewer, I said, there's been quite a lot announced from first-party studios, today, you know, from, from the Worldwide Studios today. Uh, is this something we can expect more of? And he was like, yes. Talking to the fans and letting them know what games are coming out is what we need to do. This is what people have said we need to do. And this felt like a massive pot shot at Sony. Especially, you know, Jim Ryan has basically come out this week to say, hey, we've been quiet because we don't we don't want to talk about anything yet. And they've, they've Sony have basically gone off the map for the last year. They just totally disappeared. Whereas, you know, this, this felt like the, you know, the PlayStation, you know, the PSX events in the December that you PlayStation used to have. This felt like a mini one of them. And yeah, I yeah. felt like Phil Spencer was directly saying, Hey, we're talking to you. We are taking care of our community and Sony are not. I felt that in my bones, man. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like <laughs> it did feel like, you know, my ex-girlfriend was on, on TV, like talking about how great she is now. Like that's what it felt like. <laughs> wow. Did you feel it when uh, the Xbox crowd booed the DualShock 4 announcement? Yeah, which is fucking stupid because, like, I, 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 I get... her platform! <laughs> it's I, weird that they'd whine about that. Uh, just the Xbox fans, aren't they? And if it ain't green, it's mean. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When did you start your, your job in marketing? I already have. I'm marketing your ass on this podcast, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. was uh, that was XO19. Overall, pretty good. Yeah, had some hits and misses. Massive collage of games at the end, which were uh, pretty interesting. I said some of the exclusives coming up. Well, not exclusives, but like the Game Pass stuff has got me... Because I was thinking of the week about, do I need Game Pass still? There's a lot of it that I'm not really playing. So this has kind of uh, rekindled that now. Yeah, I mean, more than anything, it's... Uh... I think we say it every time there's a Game Pass announcement, but Game Pass is just fantastic, isn't it? And they continue to support it and throw on, you know, massive games day one. And they can continue to throw games on Game Pass day one, but you have to buy them everywhere else. Then, you know, it's going to look like a really appealing service. And this time next year, when it has xCloud support and you can just back up any Game Pass game you want on your phone, it's going to be awesome. So, you know, Microsoft are firing on all cylinders and they're making some good moves and uh, the next gen is going to be very interesting i say this every time there's an xbox conference i'm going to ask him again sean is there anything in that conference that makes you want to buy an xbox not specifically buy an xbox but maybe you know once x clouds out i could definitely see myself buying games pass and streaming i don't see the point to get an xbox right now when you know scarlet's a year off and I definitely see myself giving Microsoft money, which is very different from, you know, seven years ago when I, I wouldn't have picked them up off the street if they'd fallen over in front of me. What a difference a whole generation makes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the background is I had a lot of Xbox 360's red ring on me and I haven't bought an Xbox One. <laughs> I, I won't do this deal, you know, this uh, Xbox Ultimate like pay monthly thing for the xbox because like there's like a bit of hardware in the hardware thing in the the small print so like if it breaks and i've got five kids and it's likely to break so 
you know, I would, I don't actually own the console, <laughs> and if it breaks, I don't get a replacement. So they're making so many good moves, and it really does feel like the whole, you know, for the players from PlayStation is now, you know, it feels really, fu- it rings really untrue based on what Microsoft has been doing this last couple of months. Yikes. You may have noticed that our very own Paul Collett is not with us uh, this week yet again. Paul Collett did give us his XO19 impressions. He was sat in the hospital watching it on his phone. Bless his heart. And here's what he had to say. At this year's XO19, I was really hoping Microsoft would come out swinging, throwing no punches to convince me that there is a future for Xbox and Project Cloud and Project Scarlet was to be a must-have, and that all the game studios and Microsoft have been buying up would reveal some amazing new games. Alas, Again, Microsoft has spent too much time creating an awkward event where the hosts are desperate to get the audience excited about every goddamn world premiere. It all feels so forced and uncomfortable to watch at times. Ed's Cloud sounds about exciting a stadia, unproven and all bandwidth dependent. Weirdly that you can use a DS4 on a Microsoft platform. A sign of desperation? Question mark? I'm a Sony stalwart. And the XO event may be different if you're an Xbox fan, but nothing here will make me put down my DS4 and pick up another. DS4 to play xCloud or any other Xbox console for that matter. <laughs> All being said, Grounded was my highlight, and Game Pass continues to offer absurdly amazing value for money, especially as all new Xbox Game Studios games will be released day one on the service, and from 2020, streaming will also be available for the service. That is hard to ignore, and perhaps the one thing that could drag me away from my PS4. Stadia is pretty much dead. However, Xbox can throw all the world premieres they want at me, but the quality of titles just doesn't match up to those that Sony is offering, at least for me. An average gamer who has to select his gaming carefully. It's a worry that one game to get excited about, which Microsoft promoted loads, is a multiplayer game. Next time, Microsoft, a lot less waffle and more games, please. Full stop. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that was what I was expecting from Paul, to be honest. He's into Grounded. None of us were, but he was, so that's exciting. And uh, yeah, I guess he's excited about Game Pass and xCloud, as we all are. We shall see if he gets back into the Xbox ecosystem. Thank you, Paul, for your contribution to that, and I hope you get well soon. Yeah. <laughs>